0: use love to get sex and women use sex to get love. Um, I don't know anymore. Um, And we're going to explore this topic uh, as well as the decision recently, at least from the Pew Research Study that has just come out, about the elective decision to become single by men on the one hand and then by women on the other end and the reasons for them and with me today uh we've had her before as a guest daniela bloom who's a an expert in uh, all things relationship wise and she's got her own podcast as well welcome daniela bloom how are you
1: thank you so much brock happy to be back with you
0: yeah well it's gonna be great it's uh it's so much but doesn't she have a great voice everyone yes (laughs) i think so right it's so calm it's so feminine too that's what i love about your voice You're like, you you exude femininity thank you it's a cool thing and i mean that is a real compliment Come from, coming from this toxic male i'm, I'm telling <laughs> right. you i like it i like it a lot okay all right you bet so um there's this pew research study i'm just going to read from it from the new york post to you know um, evaluates it New Pew Research Center data has found that nowadays 63% of men under 30 are electively single. Now, that means that they choose to be single, right? Up from 51% in 2019. So that's a 12% increase since 20 in only four years. Experts blame erotic alone time online as a major culprit. So they're talking, of course, about porn. Um, what is it, 97% or something thereabouts of uh, porn uses from uh, men? The new post COVID numbers would surely back up previous research that the pandemic has made men prefer an evening alone <laughs> instead of actually meeting a partner. The male numbers come sharply juxtaposed to the 34% of women under 30 who say that they want to be single. Uh, so that's fascinating. And they have their own reasons for that, which I'll get back to in a moment. But I want to study a little bit more and, what, and, and see what you think, Daniela, about this this porn business. I mean, it, it could be that, that COVID forced everyone to be inside and, and therefore it was harder to meet people. As if we didn't have enough of a relationship problem before, right? So all of a sudden, whammo, you're stuck inside. And, you know, what do they call it? Dating in the, in the, in the time of COVID uh, to play off on the, um, that, what is it? Uh, love in the time of cholera, right? So dating in the time of COVID, it wasn't really happening very much before. And and all of a sudden, there was a big kibosh on that. But like everything else, there was Zoom and porn, and all things otherwise internet related, uh, that kind of took care of business for a lot of uh, men, at least. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. And not only is a problem for men who are still single, but it's also a problem with men who are married, you have, um, you know, the paradox of choice, you have constant instant gratification. So you have complete control and without risk and you're tall, you know, a lot of men's tolerances, Go lower and lower for what they want to be stimulated with and what they can control, they have a guarantee in the palm of their hand,
0: so to speak. Yeah, oh wow, that that, you know, what? Yes. that's that's really funny. in that well, oh, in the mean, palm of one hand, and um, yes, a guarantee might, in the other hand, both
1: hands, yes,
0: <laughs> in each hand. Oh my god, that's so funny! No
1: guarantee that is so funny. Um, oh my, it is really a sign of a sign of the times. And I wish you know, I'm so glad you're talking about this because it really is. A true epidemic that it's 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 across political lines, it's across race and backgrounds. it's definitely poses a huge obstacle to emotional and physical intimacy, and it keeps people, you know, safe and satisfied without true connection.
0: Yeah, and it's it that's really where we're we're really heading, and it's a big problem. Uh, look, you know, I I heard it from a podcast. I think it was from Dennis Prager that that said you know, they've gotten us to the point, even women, that uh, they're robbing us of their natural instinct to want children, to want a family, to want relationships. Um, And and then he wondered, look, if it's so easy to do or seemingly so easy to destroy that basic instinct for having kids among women, then uh, maybe maybe having kids is not that much of an instinct after all. Maybe it's is something that needs to be pushed. I mean, and he he gave the example of you don't you don't need to be told to breathe, uh, you don't need to be told to eat. These are instincts that are necessary and that come come with the territory. But maybe when God commanded that that to be fruitful and multiply, I mean, maybe that was a commandment because he knew that the easier route is not to be fruitful and multiply. So I think there's there's something to that. It's an interesting point. Um, but I I, I want to stick to the belief at least that people do want relationships and women especially want to have children but uh, what, what happens when the men want only sex um, and they don't want relationships and the women they still have their instinct for having babies um, and not necessarily as hot to trot about sex uh, and they're not getting the relationships anyway so So everyone seems to be getting what they want, right? The men just have their porn. Uh, Eventually they'll have their robots too, Uh which you talked about before. And uh, the women get to have their babies because they they can have frozen embryos and they get implanted or whatever it is. And, uh, and and you don't need a dad after all. So, you know, go have kids to your heart's delight and the, the government will take care of you, blah, blah, blah. So. I think yeah. that that's kind of a dynamic that's happening. What do you think? Well,
1: and we have a current anthem to that. Miley Cyrus's latest hit is um, uh, I Can Buy My Own Flowers. So this is the latest song oh, wow. in feminism. Uh, I can, yeah. Basically, I can do it all on my own. And yeah. um, it, it used to be about, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for a man who deserves me and my soulmate. But now it's, no, I can don't need you. I can do it on my own. The other factor that I think is influencing um, both men and women is... Um, the real problem with hormones. I mean, it is a fact that male testosterone is significantly down, and female estrogen is significantly up. Uh, you you look among at among men, you mean among men? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, men, men, yes, men, and and so it's um it's a problem. I mean, there literally is a hormone imbalance when you look at pictures of um high schoolers in uh, in the eighties compared to today. I mean the boys mm-hmm. in high school look like, look like little babies. I mean, they right. just don't look physically developed. Like mm-hmm. we're like in our generation, like when, when we went to high school, there's that, when you don't have testosterone, you don't have that natural drive yeah. to, to procreate, to protect, to protect, um, to risk you know, I mean, you know, that expression, you're all a bunch of pussies. I mean, that's really what we're seeing a lot today. Um, (laughs) Men don't like to take risks. um, Because it's scary. They've really become feminized, you know, um, you know, you know, there, there's a real push to, to have men, you know, identify their feelings and to cry and to be more, advanced emotionally which is not a bad thing but i think at the cost of that we joked earlier about the toxic male you know there there's a problem with the rebranding like men you know at the end of the day women still want masculine men And and i'm in hollywood and i'm around a lot of hollywood liberals and some of them are in the tops of their fields as dating ex I'm you know what I'll, I'll say who it is because I doubt she's gonna to listen to your podcast. But <laughs> Patty Stanger from Million Million Dollar Um Match, oh, is it called? I forgot the name of the title, but it's that big show on Bravo where she's yeah. putting um millionaire men, which many of them are not even millionaires, or are just actors, uh, in front of rooms with a lot of women. And she talks about how she has a 98% success rate, which she doesn't, and she herself has never been married. Mm -hmm. And, and she goes to me, Daniela, there's, there's just no real men in around here. And I'm like, of course there's not, we're living in the heart of liberal Hollywood where, you know, to be a tough male, masculine, successful man is the threat today. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it hinders how men even show up in profiles. It's almost like they can't, they hesitate to even be themselves. They hesitate to open a door. They hesitate to be more forward to ask for a phone number. They hesitate to offer a ride and it's showing Mm -hmm. up. Men don't have great role models today in terms of showing up as empowered purpose-driven men. They don't have that inner calling Mm
0: -hmm. like
1: they once had. And, And with women too, you know, with all these songs of doing it on my own and, you know, the divorce rate as it is, it's, it's primarily led by educated women. 70% of divorces, they are filed by educated women. And most of these women never want to get married again because it's, to them, taking care of a man who's become emasculated and, and, and doesn't have the drive. There, It's just another child to them. So yeah. both men and women are suffering. And I think there is a yearning no matter how tough a, and empowered and multitasking a, a woman is, she still wants to let her hair down at the end of the day, put her head on a strong man's chest who will protect her, not solve all her problems, not, yeah. not where well, she has to be submissive to him and not have a voice, but she wants to know that she's protected. And
0: yeah.
1: that still needs to be honored.
0: Yeah. You know, it's such a beautiful way that you put it. Um, I, I suspect that women want to have masculine men in the same way that i want to be with a feminine woman Correct. and and i don't apologize for that i i like that i think part of the reason why we're seeing this dearth in dating is and it's it's almost too simple but nobody seems to be talking about this what feminists have has done and what social media has done and everything else that we're seeing when, when they tell women that you can have it all um you don't need a man you don't uh, you can you can do this career you can hang out with your girlfriends and such you're basically telling a woman that she doesn't need a man right and men for that matter don't need women but the, the mantra is more the messaging is going mostly to women and if that's the case i can tell you part of the reason why men are attracted to women and why women i think are attracted to men is that there's a sense that that the other needs the other right I, when i'm when i'm dating or obviously before I'm, i was married um part of if, if i sense that a woman couldn't care less about relationships and didn't need me or somebody like me uh where i could propose to her that he maybe i'm that guy that you need right i'm I, I can fit that role of somebody who you might need um then then i'm not going to be interested in her i mean i i don't need uh, for example right now i don't need a lawyer thank god right i don't i don't need a plumber thank god i don't need a lot of things i'm not going to seek out a plumber if i don't need him right so i'm not going to have that so-called relationship with the plumber because i don't need a plumber right now and hopefully i won't um and that's the way i think that's we, we've taken away that need that 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 assumed need that there is in a relationship. The man needs a woman, woman needs a man. Yeah. And when you pluck that, the word need out of it, then, then why are we surprised? Why? I mean, I, I have two nieces, um, who, you know, are nice young ladies. Um, but they have no plans to get married, no plans to have kids. They say, why should I, 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 I'm, I'm as interested in having kids. They say, as I'm interested in um, having a porcupine for a pet. I mean, it's just just not interesting to them. Uh, Why should they? They've been told they don't need a man over and over again. So here we are. (laughs) It's that simple.
1: Yeah, It's really that
0: simple. You you, you might need friends, you might need a job, but you don't need a relationship.
1: And also to be fair, I think a lot of people who have been affected by divorce, whether that was their own parents, whether it was a sister, a friend uh, themselves, it does scar you. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you're just a witness to it, uh, the, the, the pain of divorce is so strong that it can hinder someone's like, I don't want to get married for the fear of divorce mm-hmm. and it it keeps you safe. You know, I'd rather not even take a chance. I think that's one of the biggest issues I see today showing up over and over and over again, even in Israel, which I consider men in Israel very masculine, you know, <laughs> in, in Europe too. But I was at a bar with my girlfriends. None of the Israelis were even walking up to girls. They were just on their phones. I was wow. shocked. I'm like, even, even Israel, they just, you know what? I'll find her on an Apple Texter later. Like, it's better to not take the risk. And just come up wow. to her and say hello. Wow. And it's just, it's it's people in general. I was just talking to someone else about this. We're in the generation of being so uncomfortable, being uncomfortable, mm-hmm. that we just don't deal with the discomfort. And we just find we seek out pleasure somewhere else. And that has seen, we've seen this as a result in like, uh, you know, we no longer can god forbid you fat shame it has to be fat positivity because we can't we don't want to make anyone uncomfortable Mm -hmm. with saying there might be a a weight issue we don't want to make anyone uncomfortable that there might be a a trauma issue but really it's now we have to honor all genders we can't talk about the real issues yeah and it's um and it's a mess today but there's always light and when you surround yourself by you know A lot of it is accountability and and personal choice, right? If you choose to surround yourself with good role models, people that you aspire to be like, marriages, relationships that you admire, Mm -hmm. that's going to rub off on you. When you choose to be around a group of single people who just find, you know, find it fun and cool and justified to just keep having a night on the town and they think that's what life should be, then Mm -hmm. that's going to affect your outlook as well so it does come back to getting clear on what you want for yourself because there is a lot of noise but if one could really truly understand why the value does benefit them and their future why it was Mm -hmm. written in our judeo-christian values and in many great religions Mm -hmm. to not just be fruitful and multiply but to have family you know in in judaism we say shalom bite because Nothing matters if you don't practice that grace and compassion at home. And if you're alone, you have no one to grow with and to journey with.
0: Well, yes, I, I, I really agree with that. And there is no one. I mean, look, you're talking about the benefits of relationships. And of course, I, you have no argument for me about that. Uh, I, I think it's that they see that relationships are hard work. And however, it presumes that uh, you need a relationship. Right. I mean, like a a job, if you if you're told and we're seeing this today that you can just get one hundred thousand dollars a year for whatever your purposes might be versus going out and working for the same hundred thousand dollars a year, uh, it's exactly equal. Uh, you know, in, in terms of money, then, then why would you work? A lot of people would say, I don't need the stress of working. I don't well, need We're to.
1: seeing that right now with the incentivized laziness with all the stimulus checks.
0: That's exactly what we're seeing. Yeah. So I think the same thing is happening in the world of relationships because um relationships when you think about it i mean all the things that need to happen for a relationship to work is it's hard work you keep on hearing about marriage is hard work relationships are hard work you need to talk to each other you need to make decisions together and if you have kids it only amplifies the uh, the problems so uh who needs that first of all if you don't need kids then then that cuts away a lot of the problems and if you're not going to have kids then then why do you need to get married Um, you can just have sex with as many people as you like um, this is more, you know, a friendly uh, venture for men, but even women, uh, they're they're having a lot more, se- a lot more variety in sex, at least, yeah. than they used to. Mm-hmm. Not a good thing. I'm just saying that that's what's yeah. happening. Yes, yeah. so and they would rather have that so and not possible. worry about it. Yeah. Look, there, there's a, a friend of mine. Um, I, I'll he'll be nameless. He he is uh, on the dating circuit now. He's uh, I would say he was in early 50s, and he's dating and uh, he says that he can't find a woman who wants to have a relationship he wants a relationship uh, he's you know he wants to share a life and 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 become intimate with somebody and and get to know her and have her get to know him and and grow together that's a it's a big deal for him you know how how quaint right um, but that's what he wants and what he's telling us is that he can't seem to get that what he want what he's getting instead is uh, woman after woman saying, look, I just want a friend uh, to be able to connect with, I I want you to have sex with me on Saturday nights. And then uh, I want you out of my apartment by nine o'clock Sunday morning.
1: (laughs) It's like (laughs) the roles have switched. Yes,
0: (laughs) the roles have really switched. Um, I mean, at least in his case, it has. I think, you know, for many men, that is a, a very appealing idea as well. Uh, You know, feminism has taught women to be more like men. In fact, they've even said many times um, we should be more like the guys uh, in terms of seeking out sex and and having emotion-free sex at the same time. And I think here we are. You know, this is what you wanted. This is what you got. Um, Very, very sad. Look, um, there's another thing. And I guess I want to go back to that Pew Research, like I said I would, um, because this is very, it dovetails very clearly with what we've just been talking about. Uh, And where is it? Yeah, so it says uh, that in the Pew Research that the reason why heterosexual women are choosing to be single under 30, and mind you, this is the best time for a woman to to find a mate if she wants to get married. So this is the one time they want to be single is the worst time for them to be. But that's that's my theory. Uh, Heterosexual women are just getting more choosy. Women, quote, don't want to marry down, unquote. This is from the same Pew Research as reported by the New York Post. Um, They don't want to marry down uh, to form a long-term relationship to a man with less education and earnings than herself, said Ronald Levant, professor emeritus of psychology at the University of Akron. Okay, so that's that's very interesting. I, I do believe that. I think as much as you said before that women want to have... A masculine man i think they also don't want to marry down and wh- whatever marrying down means i think it means that they want to make sure that the man makes more money than she does and it's not necessarily a class thing it's a it's a situation of how powerful is he and that's a very big deal for her that's part of her sense of uh of a masculinity of a man so but here we are, um, and we've we've created a society where, in, in feminism, which has said that um, you've you got to make your own bones, you got to do your own thing, and we've really encouraged women to be uh, career-minded, to make a lot of money at the expense of men. And now, men don't go to college as often, and they certainly don't go to graduate school. Uh, women are, are far more represented in both undergrad and in graduate schools uh with the with the exception of uh, military academies so uh and then they're surprised to to look around they see a lot of men just are just not interested in they're not motivated they're certainly not making a lot of money i can tell you one of the things that motivates a man oddly enough is getting married and having kids so if you if a man marries that that gets a little fire under his butt to make him want to make more money to provide more. So it's kind of a vicious cycle. What do you think about that?
1: I think that's um, a great point that not many women are actually aware of. It's not just the marrying down thing. Women have evolved to be so much more self-aware. You know, they're usually ones taking self-health courses. They know who they are. They know what they want. And so usually men are just, I don't want to say emotionally you know, a little more immature in terms of how they look at the world and where they want to be. It Mm -hmm. is a fact too, that's, you know, because I work with these clients, these are beautiful women, educated, they have top jobs, they're in their early 30s, they have every area going for them, but they cannot seem satisfied with the men they're dating. And the the, the regular uh, complaints I hear is, you know, they're 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 just they're they're narcissists or they're they're too simple minded yeah. or they're not focused enough when right. in fact like you said when a man actually commits to marriage he literally mans up yeah women right. don't want to take that chance because they know who they are and they know what they want and they don't want to settle until they know that they're going to get it in the meantime their pool is getting smaller and smaller and when i try to tell these wonderful women No one is perfect. You grow together. It's not like you're going to fight, you know, you're going to find the right person and they're going to check all boxes, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, the strongest relationships of our time are relationships that have been molded by Mm -hmm. stress and by, um, vulnerable circumstances and you grow together. And because your needs change as a couple, you know, Yeah. same when you get married, that's one relationship. Then you have kids, your dynamic completely changes Then there's jobs then there's in-laws then there's health. There's everything that will continue your relationship's still moving. Either you're both on the same train or mm-hmm. you're not. So there's no sure thing to anything. Same with being a parent.
0: Mm-hmm. No one is
1: fully ready or prepared to be a parent. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing too, which is, you know, I think also related that it might be a, a hindrance to a lot of people today who might not want to have children, and maybe this is a whole other topic, but the reality of children with special needs today, whether it's autism, ADHD, Mm -hmm. learning disability, completely affects a relationship. Yes. In fact, one of the main reasons for divorce that I hear time and time again is completely different parenting styles. A lot of times people are relieved to not have to fight to parent their children, Uh, in the way that they see fit, because Mm -hmm. we marry our unfinished business, we also give birth to our unfinished business. So much of having children releases our own traumas. Mm -hmm. And rather than dealing with that, we blame the spouse, we blame the kid, we blame, blame, blame. Mm -hmm. And, and if you're someone in their 20s, and you you know, you have a, a, you know, a a cousin with a child or a sister with a child, and you're like, Oh, my God, what are they going through? I don't want to deal with that, you know, yeah. And it's yeah. it's a real sign of the times too of of how many, much more accommodations our children need like never before and I feel like that contributes to it as well.
0: Yeah. Well, wow. what really well said. That's really well said. I, I I just it makes me very sad to see this uh, phenomenon happening. Um so women that don't want uh, to marry down they, they 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 tend to be a lot more choosy. They perceive themselves to have a lot more in the way of choices um, and this is all when they're younger than thirty uh, now you and I are older than thirty uh you, you are you're not much older than thirty, you're very young thirties um, but I'm definitely beyond uh thirty and you know it, we've we've both seen men and women go through the process of uh, their twenties and their thirties and their forties, and I can't tell you how many women i've I've met uh and and this is conversely true for men but how many women i've met who are very choosy uh even a little bit nasty uh in their 20s because they get so much attention um and then the 30s rolls around for them and i guess they just thought the good times would continue to roll and all of a sudden they're scrambling um they they like the idea of having a relationship i think there's something to be said about that it's a little bit like water when you know imagine yourself uh in, in the desert um, and you've got water everywhere um, and everything's fine and you don't even think anything about it but then all of a sudden there's no more water uh, pretty much all you're thinking about is water and I think that's what's what may be happening with with young women is that they relationships are there and a plenty for them for their choosing especially in their 20s and then in the 30s they realize it's a, it's a lot harder to get a relationship and and they get You know very very Uh, distraught about and actually
1: that's the time for them to consider wonderful divorced dads who've actually matured from marriage and children you know dennis prager agrees to this point too that you know many men and women in their 30s and 40s um who've never really had long relationships are just you know it's it's a it's it's you know a little bit ridiculous to think that they're ready for marriage and children when many of their relationships were no more than six months. Yeah. Um, right. They're in almost a delusion. Like literally they're, they have the same mentality of 28 that they do at 49, but 20 mm-hmm. years have passed and they still think, no, 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 no. I know what I want. I'm waiting for the <laughs> right one.
0: Right. And yeah, uh,
1: those are They've gotten; those are really tough to work with because they've gotten so rigid and set in their ways, and mm-hmm. it's a defense mechanism. If you bring anything to their attention, um, you know that's the other. You see it with women, and you also see it with men. Men are like, I want to have fun; I don't want to settle down. And then when they're ready to settle down, a lot of the good women are taken, and the the women that they need to consider too are the divorced women who've also had maturity. And you know, when you have children, and you go through a divorce; you are going to be a lot more. Mm -hmm. relationship minded because you've done it before but these men are like oh no no I don't want anyone else's kids I want no drama I want no baggage And I'm like dude you have a lot you know no one's has a clean filter a clean slate Mm -hmm. uh, in their 30s and 40s and 50s like everyone has some sort of journey and trauma and baggage you're not going to find that clean shining untouched star and the beauty of relationships is, you know, all of who you are coming together because, ideally, you complement each other's strengths and weaknesses, and yeah. and and you forge them together. And y- your contrast, I think, what is that term in Judaism? Um, e- e- eged ha, it's the like the our partner who's supposed to be against us. Neged ha, ha ish, or I'm forgetting the Hebrew context, but it's um, mm-hmm. a term where we're supposed to our relationships are supposed to show a contrast because mm-hmm. it shows our blind spots yeah. and it's not supposed to be easy. And I think a lot of people think, well, if it's not easy, it's not working. Right. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, all the more reason when it becomes hard, you have a chance to, to deepen your relationships even further. And that's why I stand, maybe not with the majority, when I say infidelity is not, does not necessarily mean the end to a relationship. It could be a major wake-up call for a deepening. Mm-hmm of an even stronger relationship but because the ego gets in the way and friends and family get in the way oh you have to leave him or or you have to leave her you know sometimes we miss a lot of opportunities to deepen our relationships even further
0: yeah well wow, that's such so well said i i think that uh you know going back to what you had said about um the singer beyond was it who was it No, it wasn't beyonce um
1: uh, marley cyrus
0: Martha yeah, she she talks about being on her own and everything else. She has that luxury, of course, of having tons of money and having as much um you know crazy relationship, one time, one night stands as she likes without having any worries about her reputation. Um, th- but you've got it's not just reputation or, or for that matter, disease, but you have this, um, it's so cultural. The, you know, I actually have this in my in Rise of the Sex Machines, my my book, where I talk about and I go through the culture, even like a elastic girl um from uh, the movie the incredibles do you see that i'm sure you did
1: my kids have but i know i know it i, I know right. the movie
0: so so let, let me let me yeah. just tell you what she says uh, yeah. in the very beginning um she want they, they want to make it um that yeah here it is they want to make it uh to to very clear that uh, a girl can do everything on her own and there's no need for men to protect them but that's the essence of what a man is a man wants to protect he wants to provide and to protect that's that's what we think of when i talk to my boys um as young men and and now teenagers i tell them you know i ask them again and again what is your what is your essence and i want the answer to be to protect the ladies and th- and they say that and that's exactly the right right thing that's the the direction i want them to go
1: yeah
0: because if they do that, then, then they'll develop all the confidence in the world and they'll do the right thing. And they will get the woman who wants a masculine man. But look, here's what I wrote about. Um, look at uh, movies like Million Dollar Baby, Mission Impossible, Mad Max Fury Road, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, The Avengers, Black Panther, and virtually every modern superhero movie that has a female superhero or a villain. They're all uh, independent, they don't need a man, uh, they've got their own thing. Mr. and Mrs. Smith is a very good example of that. And so, in fact, they get married only only to create uh, a pretense of being together. Mm-hmm. So, because they really don't need each other, it's also true in today's children's movies. And like I mentioned, the, the Incredibles, uh, Zootopia, the movie Brave, Tangled, uh, Mona, Frozen, and, and many, many more. Um, Elastigirl in the beginning of uh, the first Incredibles. Uh, She says in the very beginning, um, an interviewer asks her, do you ever want to settle down? And she says, settle down? Are you kidding? I'm at the top of my game. I'm right up there with the big dogs. Leave the world, leave the saving the world to the men? I don't think so. I don't think so. So (laughs) when you teach young girls this, and for that matter, tell that to the men, the young boys, that girls don't need you. Uh, no wonder they they lack motivation. I think that's I think that's the reason why we have this huge motivation issue among young boys. Yeah. Uh, and a story, so to speak, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's it's very um it's frustrating to hear this. Um, then, then you have this one woman. Uh, but by the way, there's another um, singer. I forget who was, but she she sang exactly about this. Um, just like Miley Cyrus did and she sang it before Miley, Miley Cyrus did saying how good she is on her own and I forget the the actual title of the song but the gist of it is she loves making reservations to restaurants on her own she's good on her own um, you know her friends will tell her that one day you'll change but no I won't that sort of thing so what what is the inevitable end of this
1: well I, I think I... the pendulum has swung because you know it has been you know there was a long time where women were 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 basically defined by their relationship status and if they were single they were less than yeah and uh you know they were they were the identity of they assumed the identity of their husbands they were the, the woman behind the man and i think mm-hmm. the pendulum has swung too far the other way you know i'm yeah. I, i'm great on my own i don't need a man right uh, and it's about a balance because i think if we packaged it differently where women can save the world and still be empowered wives and, and mothers. Mm-hmm. I think that is the best way to sell it today, because you know the the uh, the Pandora's box of you know women nation and the Me Too movement, which obviously we all know is a scam. Um, but that is the trending thing: women, female empowerment. These are the hashtags. Mm-hmm. We can we can include female empowerment. You know, wanting to make an impact, but also wanting to make that impact at home and you can't do that alone. So I think it's just that, you know, we have to push for a rebranding of of modern relationships today.
0: You know, one of the things I, I've noticed as a talent of mine is that I'm able to see certain things that are happening in relationships or engagements that I have with people, and I see how it affects me, and then I can employ it Upon other people, so for example, if somebody is um, you know constantly talking about himself let's say, and i and i 'm hearing him and I get so annoyed and so bored, I can right away say to myself wait i 'm never going to be i don't want to be like this guy I'm not, i won 't do that i 'm not going to start talking about myself incessantly to the point of boring the other person um, so i've noticed something about women and men it's And i think it's a truism i've noticed that men judge other men by the women that they are with Mm -hmm. right classic example is you know this you know Mm -hmm. is is the is the wife is the girlfriend is she is she pretty she doesn't have to be hot she just has to be appealing uh girl next door if you want uh does she smile nicely does she is she is she is she a catch um, and if you have a normal looking guy and he's got a, a, an attractive uh, young lady, not, not a ridiculous thing, like, a, you know, 75 year old man with a 25 year old girl. And it's obviously either an escort or something like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, appropriately aged people. Um, and, and the woman is not bought. They just, I, I find that that men respect each other based upon that. Conversely, if a man sees another man and, she is very unappealing, very fat, very you know doesn't obviously doesn't take care of herself. You think less of the man, uh, and that that's just the way it is among men. Um, I, I, I've seen myself; I, I judge men that way. I'm sure I'm I'm judged myself. Um, hence, hence it's very important for a woman to understand that and to understand that other men are evaluating her man this way. Conversely, conversely, women. Um, judge other women by the man that she is with not necessarily in terms of looks but in terms of his stature um not even so much uh, whether he's famously rich or anything but just that he's well-to-do that he's going places he's a he's he's a macher. he gets things done am i right about that
1: yeah and i think it's very honest and we should have these honest conversations because again You know, there's biology, there's nature and nurture and all of this. And it's just a, it's just a reality. And it is important. I mean, it's, you know, especially if you come from a Middle Eastern background, uh, you know, a woman's beauty is very coveted and um, it's very valued by, by men.
0: It's coveted everywhere. And uh, I I think it's covered in America. And I see myself judging other men. Uh, on this score and I'm being judged that way and you know what I'm okay with it I I feel like it's it's necessary and and the funny thing about it is that when women deny this reality and this is just one reality uh, in relationships supposing you were to meet somebody
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Daniela that uh, a woman you and I or let's say you're at a cocktail party and And you and I meet this woman, and she's 51 years old. I'm just using a random thing, and just a generic woman. And she proudly tells us that she's never gotten married. She doesn't want to be married. She probably also has never had any kids, and she doesn't mind being an aunt. But by golly, why would she, you know, burden herself with this? The truth is that you and I, upon hearing this woman, we would nod our heads and say, well, good for you, good for you. Uh, okay, teach their own, uh, as they say in French. But in our heads, you and I would say, what a shame. Um, what a- she's, she's deluding herself. She's denying her own reality. And let's face it, that's what we would say, right? Uh, likewise, if you saw something that is terribly unusual in society today, let's say you, you met a thruple or quadruple Right, four people who say that they're in a relationship with each other, two men, two women, whatever, three men, one woman, you you name it, whatever combination, we would say we would nod our head and say, okay, that's that's good for you, that sort of thing. But and in, in, when we go home, we'd say these guys are freaks. We'd say that's that's odd at the very least. Um, it's it's not, and and I wonder why that is the case. And I I, I finally came to a conclusion, Daniela, I think it's that we have the sense that. When somebody does not at least seek out a relationship and at least seek out one day to have a kid at least one kid that they are not doing their job they're not pulling their weight as it were to the in the advancement of civilization is that a crazy thought
1: I mean, I understand where you're coming from. And uh, the same way, if you saw someone who was 300 pounds, like, I love the way I look and I'm. Yeah, exactly. Good point. Okay. Right.
0: Excellent. Excellent (laughs) analogy. Yes.
1: Um, I do think as a psychotherapist though, um, there are some people who can still make a incredible influence on other children without being having biological children of their own. You know, there's yes, okay, yeah, 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 and and, and so there's exceptions to every rule. You know, my daughter has a an amazing uh big sister from Jewish Big Brothers, Big Sisters. And in fact, they just won the the state nomination and they're going on to nationals of the national match of of Big Brothers, Big Sisters across the country. Sweet. That's how much of an impact um her big sister has just not made on her life, but on all our lives. And she, you know, she just didn't want to have kids. I don't know if she couldn't have kids or it was a choice she made with her husband, but she decided she would still exercise that maternal muscle Mm -hmm. and, and become an amazing mentor to my daughter. Um, So there are exceptions to every rule. I do think though, the desire should be there. I mean, this 51 year old who doesn't want to have kids, she might have her reasons, but Mm -hmm missing out on the influence of the next generation. I don't think your life is fully complete. If you don't exercise that muscle you're because it's, it's a safety mechanism. You're, you're guarding yourself and you're not, you're not living to your own full potential. If you don't exercise that desire to positively influence the generation that comes.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's a little bit like to use a good analogy because I, I love what you just said, Daniela. It's a little bit like the shutdown in um, during the COVID uh, crisis caused by you know politicians. I mean, it wasn't required at all to shut down, but anyway, it was it was shut down. People people listened to the their commanders uh, and told them to stay in their house and to be afraid, be very very afraid. And to wear masks and then ultimately to take the vaccine and everything else and, and still be very guarded about everything and don't trust your friends or your relatives and even when you're outside it, you, you know the whole story I don't need to repeat it to you. Um, and people were very dutiful and compliant uh, about this, and they missed out. They really missed out they, they did not go out as. You know you and i did i I went out and I vacationed i I took my wife to Alaska. we went to Arizona. We went all over the country. We had the best time ever. It was awesome and I took my kids and we went mountain biking and we went uh, traveling wherever we could i I participated in protests without masks uh, and I'm very proud that i've done that. I lived my life that 's the point. I went with my own nature, my own instinct of what was right and Uh, And I and I enjoyed life. Now, so many of our compadres, most of them are from the left, um, decided to be dutiful and they listened to it and they bought this narrative. And I think the same thing now going back to relationships and sex and kids, for that matter, they, they are buying the narrative that they are somehow doing something wonderful society for society by not having kids, by not getting married, by believing that this is some sort of patriarchal structure that's designed to suppress them. Um, And they're doing something wonderful by not having kids and so on. I think in the end, they miss out, just like so many of our, our shutdown friends. They are not participating in life. Uh, I, I would say not only what God wants from us, but they're not participating in the natural instinct and joys of life that God has, has offered us and expects us to take care of.
1: Yeah. Well, now you're assuming that they would believe in God.
0: <laughs> no, no, I... <laughs> nature how i mean how dare it,
1: you sir yes
0: <laughs> but but they, but they do know that there's an instinct and one day they'll, they'll rediscover that instinct and i mean you and i know a lot of women especially women who who have turned 40 45 50 and so on and then they say they've frozen, really their eggs. Kids. Yeah, well, frozen their
1: eggs now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's it's a phenomenon that, that oh it's that, it's, that it's that
0: tragic saying. it's yeah. just tragic and it's and it's just wrong um let's see another another thing, because we talked a little bit about, about masculinity and I wanted to touch upon that. Uh you know it's like it, masculinity, I think, is like a muscle
1: mm-hmm.
0: where if you don't if you don't walk, you, your legs are gonna atrophy, right? Um uh, if you don't, I don't know, do push-ups and sit-ups and things like that, you you'll eventually get flabby. That's just the way life is. Uh and We now know that the sperm count of men has decreased more than 60% in the last 50 years. And I had a gentleman on on the podcast with me a couple of weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago now. And his theory, I think, was spot on. And I wish I had thought about it myself. I'm I'm not taking credit for it. But his theory is, you know what? Men are not doing any hard work. They're not. Yeah. They're not you know lifting up the lumber they're not cutting down the trees they're not you know rope roping the cows anymore they're not they're not doing things that are hard um and that's not to say that being a lawyer like myself uh isn't doesn't have its challenges but they're not even doing that they're they're staying at home with mommy
1: mm-hmm. and, and playing and video then, games
0: yeah and, and then we expect that his sperm count to be the same as men of 50 years ago
1: yeah
0: I mean, I think that's part of the masculinity problem. Yeah. And let, let's face it, a lot of the men, especially the young men today, they have a certain lilt, lilt in their voice. Uh, they, they do seem very feminine, not just because they've been socialized into that um, and, and told that, I don't know, everything is acceptable in, in the world of sex and yeah. no need for relationships. So you, you, you don't even try to become masculine. Yeah. You don't even try to appeal to a yeah. woman's
1: well, yeah. so desire for a masculine uh... man sensitivity male sensitivity is what's coveted i mean harry styles a current pop artist was revered for wearing a dress on the cover of a Vogue. he is so sensitive and amazing like (laughs) how are we applauding this um even like if you look at the covers of brad pitt they did a i think it was gq but his most recent cover was so like feminized like this is our brad pitt like how dare you like wow It's just, you know, we, we are putting on pedestals, the wrong kind of attributes. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It's great for a man to be sensitive and to listen and to validate you, but to do that at the cost of being masculine, does no one any favors.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, you know, where's our big brooding, you know, arms and chest, you yes, know,
0: yes, that's you know our like.
1: men, our cowboys, like uh-huh. our, our ma- Marines, but you know, they're all supposedly MAGA supporters. So we can't show right. them.
0: <laughs> I think, I think it's like, like that yin and yang, right. I mean, I'm not going to go the typical yin and yang. Uh, but what I love about the yin and yang concept, there's always the, the dot there's the black dot in the, in the white half
1: right
0: yeah, and there's the i use that example white dot in the black thing right yeah and, and i and i love that because there's a little bit of the feminine in in men that that women love they want a little bit of the feminine touch yeah uh, that's why they, they they love it when a man sometimes not not every single time does the dishes takes right. care of the housework you know yeah. does something you know gets her flowers uh, that's really cool they like that but if that's all he did Right. They, they would turn off from him. Right. And I I see you. Yeah. You're nodding your head. You kind of like that. And and likewise, as a guy, I can tell you, we find it very attractive when a woman, I I love mountain biking. And when I see a woman mountain biking and she's good at it, I think, wow, that's kind of sexy. Right. But if she, if she mountain biked to the same level that I did Mm -hmm. and, you know, obsessed about it the same way that I do. Not a second. Say oh, okay, yeah. you know yeah. that's. Yeah. I'm still can you, can you be a little? Yeah. Can you give me a little woman, please? Yeah, <laughs> so, yes, yeah. And so and and that's what I think you're talking about. Um, I, I think that uh, there's too much uh, femininity in men today. Um, maybe because they perceive that they don't have to be masculine, they don't have to protect, they don't have to prote- provide. Which goes back to the very beginning of our discussion, which is about need. Uh, they, they don't perceive yeah. that there's any woman out there that really needs them. Well, okay. Then I don't need to be the masculine man. It's easier yeah. for me to, to not be masculine. Let's face it. It's yeah. less work. So. Yeah.
1: I don't even know if they're consciously making that choice. I just think it's normal to them. You know, if, if sensitivity and being having more of the feminine qualities is is more, a, you know, what women want today, they're just going to yeah. say, okay, well then that's what they that's what I'll aspire to be. There's just not enough positive male, masculine role models. Some of you know, I can maybe think of two. And and one of them died tragically recently was Kobe Bryant. Yes. How empowered masculine he was. What a devoted husband, a devoted father. Mm-hmm. He had four girls. Yeah. And he he talked about it. And this no one could be more masculine than Kobe Bryant, who was yeah. driven, who but he understood he was with Vanessa since she was, uh the, since they were teens. Yeah. And I know they didn't have always a smooth road, but man, was he devoted and understood the yeah. value of marriage. You literally can't think of many men like him today who have yeah. a platform who preach that.
0: There are, there are two, two problems. I mean, first of all, you're right. You, you can't see that. And the two forces that sadly are pushing against that. It's not as if somebody, points to somebody like Kobe Bryant or Kobe Bryant generally and say, that's, that's a man. Um, The whole idea of the Rambo type man, uh, the Stallone, um, sorry, the uh, Schwarzenegger type man, um, you name it, Claude Van Damme, all that stuff. We're not elevating to that anymore. No one's saying we should be like that, Mm -hmm. um, except in the fantasies like uh, Star Wars and things like that. Mm -hmm. And even then it's, it's been feminized. So, no one's even pushing to that on the contrary there are two, two forces at work uh one force is calling it toxic masculinity saying that that's actually bad so all those wonderful things you just said about Kobe Bryant you are wrong 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 and uh you are you're you're a cavewoman for thinking this way mm-hmm. uh that that might have been good for uh you know a thousand plus years ago but today no no sir no no ma'am in fact you can't even say the word "sir man for that matter. there is no distinction. The second force that cuts against that sadly, I mean look of course I'm, I'm with you on the same page. Um, I love being a man I love being masculine and I know that I, I have to work to be a man I like I like striving for my masculinity. Masculinity is something that you work at uh, and you ha- and it involves decisions. It doesn't come easily you know when a masculinity often comes up. Um, at times that you least expect it, when, for example, somebody is, is invading your home. Okay, here comes your masculinity. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see how man you are, right? So, masculinity often shows up in times of crisis, as they say. um But now, the second force is the whole transgender movement, where, okay, well, a woman can be a man, a man can be a woman. And they pretend, I mean, if there is no such thing as, as a man or a woman, then what are you switching to then i don't get it right if there's no if there's no border in between then are you really crossing a border in any way it's all it's it's like the game but that movie uh, not the movie the book dr mm-hmm. seuss with the snitches remember that with the, mm-hmm. the star-bellied snitches and eventually you know you don't know who's who right there's, I, the same thing is going to happen with men and women like well i used to be a man now i'm a woman well, now I want to go back to being a man and back. At,
1: yeah. but, we won't but, know yeah.
0: who, who started off as what.
1: Yeah, but what you should know, you know, always the ones who have the loudest tantrums tend to have the biggest platforms and try to yes. create the most havoc.
0: Tyranny yeah. of the minority.
1: Yes, but behind closed doors and off to the side. Yes. Men and women are tired of these charades and they kind of (laughs) want to go back to how it used to be. That's right. And you're seeing that pushback. I mean, God bless Bill Maher and Elon Musk and and Joe Rogan. And they're just, you know, all of a sudden men can get pregnant. What is happening, people? Like, you know, you think it's all of a sudden it's a good idea to put biological men in women's prisons. Are you guys nuts? Like, (laughs) all of a sudden it's okay to teach five year olds about their 50 options of choosing their gender. Like yeah. people won't say it out loud because of the stigma of implying that, oh my gosh, they're anything, you know, they might be a conservative if they think mm-hmm. this way, if they, if, if, if they use common sense thinking, but a, a lot behind closed doors, you know, like I was just using that example of that, of that Hollywood A-list uh, dating coach. She's behind closed doors. Where are the men? I need men. There's not enough men. Yeah. So, I mean, that should give us some sort of solace that, um, you know, it's it's not easy to go against what's popular, what the grain is, but enough enough people are getting fed up because it's not leading, or leading to happier, more fulfilling lives. I mean, the transgender yeah. surgeries are not leading to happier, more fulfilling children. So, you know, that's going to take a toll. People are going to start to say, you know what, you told me A led to B and it's not happening. And you know, going back to your earlier example of, you know, me living in the heart of LA, the heart of tyranny. And when I still see people walking across the street with a mask, and I just want to come up to them and say, why? How much longer?
0: <laughs> yeah, the war is over, saving baby.
1: anyone. Like, what are you just, you're just stopping your own self from breathing. But they've, it's gone so far that yes. they've been conditioned that conformity is their duty and they yeah. are good caring citizens mm-hmm. and their mask is their is their mascot that's what it's become
0: uh, <laughs> it, it,
1: it's, it, they, they feel like
0: they're doing something yeah um, and i
1: literally and, watch them and it breaks my heart
0: they don't but, realize you know, what followers they are they, they think that they're such great advocates of some cause but they're really just followers and it's very sad and, and what's the saddest part of it all? And maybe this is where we wrap up, Daniela, um, is that people are denying their basic biology they that things that that really they truly love and should love. A, a woman should love her femininity; it's it's glorious. A man should love his masculinity; that's glorious too. It's it's awesome. Um, when I you know I have I have a, two boys and one girl, and In my situation uh, when the when the boys were old enough i started saying right away you know what boys are awesome girls are stinky right away boom and then when my girl is old enough i said you know what girls are awesome boys are stinky right (laughs) i i wanted them to be excited about their who they were and and one of their biggest identities was their gender their their sex yeah. uh, you know a girl is a girl and it's awesome boy is a boy it's awesome and you have to grow into it you have to figure it out before you get all these these nuances yeah. about well you know a man could uh, have more of a feminine touch stop okay yeah. uh, like, first just get to the basics right we, yeah. can we just start with alg- yeah. uh, with math you know basic yeah. addition and subtraction first to yeah. teach my kid before you throw in a calculus please yes that's yeah. all i'm asking
1: well, math is racist anyway so
0: oh, i forgot about that yeah <laughs> <laughs> and sexist it's all good yes, uh, There's no merit. how does the number but... seven make you feel right
1: right, right.
0: <laughs> from the Wait, what do you mean
1: one plus one equals two how, you know <laughs> how, how how presumptuous of you <laughs> that's, that's right. not my truth <laughs>
0: <laughs> remember in in the movie um uh the meaning of life uh the very beginning scene yeah, it was a, the miracle of birth mm-hmm. and the, the woman who's actually played by one of the guys um, So she gives birth, and and then uh, the the baby they, they take away the baby, cart him off without any sort of fanfare, and then she says in in her strong British accent, you know, well, can you tell me is it a boy or a girl? <laughs> and, uh, and then the doctor looks at her irate, and she and he says, don't you think it's a little early to start right. making assumptions? <laughs> Uh, and that was back in 1983.
1: It was, wow, really? Yeah. That was that yeah, long ago? Yeah. Wow.
0: That long ago. I mean, it's uh, yeah. to say nothing of what happened in the life of Brian. And, right. and uh, I, you know, I want to be a woman, that one. Yeah. Uh, it, all, all these things. So people yeah. are, are going to miss out. I guess that's, that's what I want to say is that people, mm-hmm. by rejecting who they are, uh, by going what they perceive to be the easy path, or better yet, the path that everyone wants them to walk and they're told that this is the right way with a small r uh, b- but they're doing something noble they don't realize that they're playing into somebody else's agenda and uh, if they just simply rejected that that's the hard part reject um, the agenda and instead fall into who you really are and what you really want and you'll live a much happier life okay. Yeah. Daniela Bloom, uh, how can we uh, find out more about you? What's your website? Uh, any sort of connection that we can
1: sure. make? To you? you can go to com. That's D-A-N-I-E-L-L-A, Bloom, like Bloom right where you're planted, B-L-O-O-M.com. I will be launching my own podcast soon called Let's Talk Uncensored. I'm the free thinkers Oprah without a woke agenda, specifically targeting Gen Xers who've become conservative later in life and Bring the passion and the gumption with it. So it's um, oh, awesome. Yes, <laughs> and,
0: and I dare say she, you know, you just might find that she might actually celebrate the idea of marriage and God, uh, and she might even say that a woman should be a woman and a man should be a man. How how novel, right?
1: How <laughs> novel. We got to go back to basics.
0: We we need you more than ever. And so, if you have any ther- couples therapy issue or any sort yeah. of relationship couples, issues? or
1: if you're divorced and back in the dating world and. Uh, and if you're single and, you know, have some fears about getting married and, you know, I like to do coaching that will last a lifetime, uh, because it's information you're going to need, whether it's now or later to live a long, fulfilling partnership and parenthood.
0: Awesome. Danielle Bloom. Thank you so much. Uh, this is the Brack show. Thanks so much for listening. God bless. And we'll talk with you next week.